Welcome to my Creator Soul podcast. And this is another in the series of the My Creator Soul Academy, our online courses. And this deals with the concept of karma. Karma is a natural law that has an effect on all creation, on all planes of existence. It is the currency of life where our karmic actions purchase and create all our life experiences, good and bad, pleasant and unpleasant. It's a learning curve and experience curve that keeps cycling and recycling until it is resolved. Karma is, in effect, the law of cause and effect by which individuals creates his own destiny by thoughts, words and deeds. And how to also overcome the effect through thoughts, words and deeds. We suffer karmic influences in these four centres of our existence. The spiritual, the emotional, the mental and the physical. And karma comes to any and all of these centres and it's what you are experiencing now. Spiritual karma can last lifetimes until you expunge it. Emotional karma can affect our feelings and responses to those feelings. Mental karma affects how we think and how we react. And physical karma that, that affects our health and well-being creates disabilities uh, that we could suffer and do suffer on earth planes. So karma is a, much about paying for something that you did wrong as a reward for something you did right. In the Christian Old Testament, it was first mentioned in Exodus about an eye for an eye. In the New Testament, it is mentioned more often, but the idea is that if you do something to someone, it will happen to you. But karma is much more... Uh, and the understanding can be very difficult from time. And because of the involved laws across the four centres of existence and being, some think of it like Newton's law of motion. For every action there is an equal but opposite reaction. And basically it operates across what has happened in the past and what is happening now and what happens in the future because of now. And karma operates across life through identified laws. And when you, when you drill them down, there are considered 12 laws of karma in action. And it's the score of, or balance of what you have done, good and bad, and how you, uh, you will resolve the negative vibration now and in future lives. But there's something more. In reality... Karma isn't imposed by anyone other than you. And often when you realize there is a debt and that something needs to be paid or done, sometimes that in itself will expunge that karma. It is a debt of understanding and acceptance that negates itself often upon that awareness, that contrition and that acceptance. Sometimes it can take many lives to work through 
But at some stage, you have to recognize it and you have to start to fix it. If I do wrong, I need to understand it. So maybe I do not do it again. And much karma is resolved once you understand that that's what it is. Follow it with gratitude for the understanding and remorse and then it can be dissipated. And of course, sometimes it can take many lifetimes just for acceptance to happen so repair can uh, take place. Neither the universe or God balances this principle. As I said, you do it. Each soul does it for themselves. The universe neither rewards or punishes for good or bad. You do it to yourself. Your soul knows you because it is you. It knows how to balance your karma. Let's call it soul etiquette, that a soul wants to atone, wants to make good and wants to be the beneficiary of good karma when there is. It has the keys to the Akashic record of your journey, your many journey through many, many lifetimes. What you felt, what you said, what you thought and what you did. It's all recorded in vibration from beginning to end. That Akashic vibration is like a recording that transfers the vibration onto a medium, which is your soul. And then it allows it to be replayed, erased or left intact. Our present circumstances are a direct result of that vibrationary record from the past. If we know where we are now, then it would be an easy guess that we are here because of that past. So we need to think of the future and how to make it better for ourselves. In a future podcast, we'll deal with the doctrine of sacrifice and what that means. You are here because of you, your karma, your progression. But it also can mean you are here for others. That there is a sacrifice in this lifetime that you have chosen to do to help someone. That again is karma. And it's dealt with in sacrificial terms when you come to this earth plane for the benefit of others. So here are the 12 laws of karma for your consideration. And these will define where you are now and where you want to be tomorrow and the next day. So here we go. The first law is the great law. This is the law of cause and effect, sowing and reaping. This law is almost the biblical account of what you reap is what you sow. The second law of karma is the law of creation. And that means you must actively go after what you want. You must create it. As far as karma is concerned, to expunge it, you have to do it. You have to create the change in yourself so your karma can be changed and eradicated and expunged. The, thought, the third law <coughs> is the law of humility. You must accept where you are with humility and rise from there. We look at karma from the bottom up. If you're in a place now, you have to understand and accept that this is where I am. I need to make changes. The fourth is the law of growth. Never stop learning. 
never stop growing, never stop trying to resolve what it is in your life that needs fixing, if something needs fixing, or that needs admiration if you've done something well and you need congratulating. Stagnation of anything stops movement, and that is the primary uh, centerpiece of the law of growth. You need movement, and that movement should be ahead. Number five is the law of responsibility. Taking ownership for what happens. If you own it, then you can fix it. With karma, there is no ability to say, oh, the dog ate it or the kid next door did it or whatever. If something has happened to you, it is because of you. That's what you need to understand. I take ownership. That means I can fix it. The sixth law is the law of connection. You are connected to everything and everyone across your life, your many lives. Connection is the active part of cause and effect. It also has the ripple effect. Because everything is connected, trying to fix something in one place causes that ripple to go over many things. And the universe understands and knows, oh, he's fixing that there. He'll probably get around to fixing this here. So doing anything means the law of connection gets that message out there. And that helps create an easier stage for you because you have started. The seventh is the law of force. To accomplish something, you can only put force to one thing at a time. This is not about forcing a result or forcing something to happen. But the force they're talking about in this karmic law is applying focused energy and doing that to each issue you feel you need to work on independently. Focusing on one thing can cause all things to be connected, as we said in Law 6. You can affect and resolve things pretty much through the domino principle. I'm starting here, and as I get through this, the next is easier and easier and easier. But the law of force says one thing at a time. The eighth law is the law of giving and hospitality. Don't just talk about giving. Take action and give. What you give, you get back tenfold. Now, I know many religions have tithing, and that's all about understanding. Give something and it will come back. It's about having a benefactor, a benefactor's mind, a beneficial reciprocation where I know if I give you something, it's not because I want something back, but if I give you something clear and free of emotion because I feel I want to and I should, then it will come back. Giving and hospitality. If you don't give, you don't get. The ninth law is the law of here and now. This is about being present not living in the past. Even though karma comes from the past, karma can only be fixed in the now. You can only work on things now. To be free in the future, you must act now. That's why you have to be present, understand where you are, take responsibility, be humble, and take the step to fix things. The tenth law is the law of change. 
And that's often experiencing the same thing over and over, attracting similar issues and problems. Funnily enough, it is the law of change, and you need to invoke it to make it happen. It requires a lesson learned. Accepting it makes it so you have to consciously stop bad cycles by saying and asking, I want to change. I understand I can change. And the law of karma, the 10th law of karma, when you invoke it and you make that plea, please help me change. That's when karma can be expunged and answered. When you realize, hey, please help me. I'm here to change. The 11th, of course, the 11th law is the law of patience and reward. Hard work pays off. Understanding that achievement can take some time, however, uh, that takes a bit of persistence. But you have to understand that it's a journey as much as a destination. It takes time for anything to be effective, but knowing that it will be rewarded is an important fundamental Whatever problems we have, whatever thoughts, whatever emotions or feelings or beliefs, they all took some time. They all took time to get there. They all took time to create a belief system. They all took time to create a response system. So the law of patience and reward, reward is, I know that I have to do something. I'm going to do it. I understand I have to be patient. I can't just do it once. It's like spiritual Olympics. The real Olympics where you need muscles or speed, spirituality is the same. You have to convince a lot of different parts of your being and your psyche that you're doing something, that the old you is gone, the new you is making changes, and that the new you will stick to it. The twelfth law, the law of significance and inspiration. This is really important because many of us feel that we don't have much value. We can't contribute to much. We don't know someone's winning a Nobel Prize for discovering something in medicine, maybe saving billions of people. Someone else is working out mathematical stuff. Someone making a great violin or a guitar or building a great house. Me, I, I've just got little things. How could I match that? Well, the law of significance and inspiration says you don't have to. We all intrinsically have value. And we really... When you get back to what you put into something, you do get it back. When you think about what I put into something, no matter how big or small, if I do it pretty diligently and with good belief and a good attitude, I'm going to get feelings back for myself that are really cool. So this just simply says, whatever it is, big or small, when you do something, it creates value in you. Do something positive, it creates value in you. And the world is out there to see that you have created something of importance. You've made a contribution. So that's the 12 laws. Uh, karma is a tricky thing. You don't have to get them all right to be successful. You just have to think, look at your own life and say, okay, what is it? And you can take these 12 uh, rules in our online course, our courses that we run when we talk with karma. We have worksheets and we have other things and we get students to say, what is it about me that, that keeps um, repeating that I keep having trouble with? Am I pushing too hard? Um, do I, am I not taking responsibility for actions? Am I not humble enough? 
Um, am I am I not asking uh, enough uh, of myself? Uh, we explain that. So uh, by all means, uh, you can hear other podcasts along that line. Thank you for joining us today. I do have a couple more in the Karma series, and they'll probably be the next two podcasts that you'll come along, uh, come to just to keep them in order. So for today, thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next podcast.